It's time for the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket with Chris Dewar on WTAD. It's 30 minutes of scores, coaches' interviews, and a look at the weekend sports schedule. And now, here's Chris. Tip top of the holiday season, everybody. Merry Christmas and welcome to the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket for December the 21st. It is the season of hustle and bustle, but for me, that doesn't mean malls. That means gyms, and we've got plenty of them lined up. It is a monster Saturday, a monster pre-Christmas Saturday on the local docket. And with that in mind today, we've kind of geared this show to give you the appropriate jump into, leaping in point, if you will, for what is a great day. Two wonderful guests joining us in the later part of the show. We'll talk to Clark County boys basketball coach Adam Rung, whose team is a fire. In fact, his uh, leading guard right now, Brandon Cracked, has been absolutely amazing. Dropped 38 points in a game this week, dropped 32 again last night. He has been on fire. We'll talk to Adam about all sorts of goodness as his team prepares to play a really good Keokuk team tonight. And of course, we will talk about the Crosstown Showdown. Quincy High versus Q&D is Andy Douglas is going to join us in the first half of the half hour tonight, and we'll talk about his team's good start. We'll talk about the danger posed by Quincy Notre Dame. We'll even talk a little Christmas holiday shopping with Andy Douglas. Maybe he's got some tips for you if you're out there doing your late last-minute mall runs or whatnot. But let's get into things from last night. We will start with his Blue Devils, who were most impressive, particularly in the second half last night in dismantling United Township. 57-33 was your final at Blue Devil Gym. Jeremiah Tolton went nuts last night, 26 points. He had 17 of them in the second half, also seven rebounds as the Blue Devils looked fantastic, not only offensively but defensively, holding United Township under 30% shooting from the field. That's risen defensive fun last night for the Blue Devils, and that was good to see. Meanwhile, the other principal member of the Crosstown Showdown, Quincy Notre Dame, they got right last night a little bit over at Camp Point, beating Central 44-24. to The Raiders opened the night on a 17-2 run and really never looked back. Very balanced scoring. Not a lot of it for the Raiders, but, man, their defense was really good and physical as Jack Mark and uh, Jerry Jacobs led the way last night with eight points apiece. Elsewhere in Illinois High School, boys basketball last night, it was Liberty at home taking down Macomb 56-44. to Knowlton Klingle leading the way in that one with 13 points. Beardstown was upset at Brown County last night, 64-61. West Hancock goes on the road to Barry and beats Western, 49-43. Drake Hamill drops 30 in the win for the Titans. West Prairie, a hard luck loser at Ridgewood last night despite 20 points from Andrew Sullivan. It was Pittsfield taking down North Green, 57-51. In a game I got to see in person last night, the Gate City Keokuk erupts in the second quarter Outscores Fort Madison 17 to 4 and wins 62 to 42. Anthony Potrot's huge game last night for the Chiefs. Uh, you remember Zach Summers joined us last week and talked about the potential of his, his team. We saw that in reality and in real time last night as Potrops drops 23 points and six rebounds in the win. Also, Holy Trinity in Southeast Iowa with a tough luck loss to a really good Waco team, 59 to 47. In Missouri last night, it touched on it about Clark County. Clark County beats Illini West. That game was actually played at Carthage, however, but Clark County wins by 20, 60 to 40. Brandon Crack did have 32 points again last night. Clopton, a winner over Mark Twain, 63-43. to Community R6, felled by North Shelby. Good win by North Shelby last night. Again, 59-35, Dayton Metis with 15 points in that one. Westran beats Knox County on the boys' side, 49-42. to And Hannibal falls at Mexico, 56-48. to And in a game played in Menden, it was Palmyra showing off and 
well, they're, they're a pretty darn good basketball team, showing off the full extent of their offensive range, dropping 69 on Unity last night, the 69-32 win, led by Aaron Stamper's 20 points. On the girls' side last night, it was Community R6 beating North Shelby 64-39. to The Palmyra girls fight and fight hard and somehow walk out of Minden with a win last night, 47-38, in what was a really hotly t- contested game. Megan Stone with 17 points there. It was Mexico taking down Hannibal 55-27. to West Tran was held to just nine points last night by Knox County, which wins 55-9. to Riley Strange doubled up West Tran on her own. She had 20. It was Clopton beating Mark Twain 52-39. to Scotland County all over Harrisburg 59-33. to The Keokuk girls, after a really gruesome offensive first half by both teams, erupts in the third quarter and beats Fort Madison 52-28. to Holy Trinity, a nice win over Waco last night, 46-29. At the Jacksonville Prep Showcase, Route stays undefeated, beating Athens 61-30. Havana knocks off Triopia 42-35, and Central Southeastern beats the host team Jacksonville 37-19 behind 17 points from Kennedy Marlowe. We did have one college women's basketball game up in DeKalb. Western Illinois playing in that directional thing. They end up losing to Eastern Illinois and bowing out of the tournament. 60-52 was your final. All right, there are all your scores. We're going to take a break. When we come back, Andy Douglas joins us, and we're going to talk some Blue Devil basketball and the big showdown tonight with Quincy Notre Dame. This is the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket on Talk Radio 930 WTAD and FM 103.3. Here's Chris Dewar. A pleasure as always this morning to be joined by the head coach of the Quincy High Blue Devils, Andy Douglas, coming off a big win last night. And first of all, Andy, happy holidays to you and best of the season to you and yours. Hey, happy holidays. Want to talk to you a little little bit about, obviously, I I, I don't want to dismiss Linda or the kids' gift-giving ability, but I can't imagine there's a better holiday gift for Andy Douglas this time of the year than seeing your basketball team hold an opponent to 29% shooting from the field last night. That's pretty nice. <laughs> it's pretty nice. Uh, you know, a, a guy who loves defense and uh, loves watching his guys get after it, they sure did last night. From your standpoint, I, I, the high end for this team, when the pieces have all fit together, have really been incredibly encouraging, Andy. And I know there have been some hiccups along the way, but when you see a basketball team that works as well as this one does at, at its best moments, that really has to give you a lot of encouragement moving forward, and that has to be fun to work with in practice. It is. You know, this this week of practice was, you know, phenomenal. Uh, after a tough loss at home last Friday, the guys really responded and came in Monday with a lot of energy, um, kind of took it to heart some of the things that, that we needed to improve on um, and worked on those all week long. And, you know, lucky for us, it, it translates. Um, it translated to the game last night, and we hope it'll translate again tonight. But, uh, you know, this this group, when they play, when they play together, um, when they do the things offensively, defensively that, you know, we're, we're working towards and, and uh, mastering. Um, and obviously we're not going to have that massive this early in the season, but when we do those things, it's really fun style to play. Uh, and, and the guys, you know, it's an unselfish group. You saw it last night with Lucas Reese uh, comes off the bench um, and scores, I don't know, he had four points at one point late in the game, but, you know, he played like he had 30. Uh, you know, he shared the ball, was smiling, was getting after it uh, all over the floor, literally uh, all over the floor, diving on loose balls. And, you know, it's, just, it's fun to watch guys like that play. 
from your standpoint, just evaluating that that open to the season, what was it that kind of stuck in your craw? Because some of that obviously was done for you on film, and uh, you know, obviously the the live games now that you're there coaching. But what really stuck out as you was the biggest thing you needed to improve because you did get off to a really good start of the Christmas tournament, and then you kind of got hamstrung a little bit. What was it that you had to like tinker with in practice this week to get where you want to be? Well, I, I, you know, to be honest with you, it had nothing nothing to do with. Uh, X's and O's or what we were doing as much offense and defensively. Now, with, when I say that, there's obviously a few things that we had to change and, um, you know, energy and some non-negotiables that we have on defense. But the biggest thing for our group is, and I think this is kids in general, is you can't be two different people um, on the basketball court depending on if things are going really well uh, or things are not going really well. Um, you got to we got to somehow stay the course and be a team that when you watch us play, you can't tell what the score is. You can't tell if we're up 20 or down 20. Um, that, you know, we're still playing with a high level of energy, uh, enthusiasm, unselfishness. And we're still, we're still working with that. You know, when things don't go well, you still see some, you know, drooping of the heads and, you know, body language stuff going on. If we're missing shots or turning the ball over and, you know that just that can't be us with our with the schedule that we play as tough as it is. Uh, we have to be able to put some of those plays, some of those mistakes that we make, put them behind us, uh, and move on. And that's kind of been a focus for us all season long, for for me and for our guys. Very well said, good sir. Let's talk a little bit about tonight because somebody's probably going to look at uh, you know Quincy Notre Dame's record and go, well, they they're off to a rough start. Well, last night. You know, no surprise to you, I'm sure Kevin Myers' team got a bit right last night, and they're still playing a little bit with football legs, but they are a team that is going to be physical with you. They are an opposing team. Is that the biggest thing that stands out about the Raiders coming into tonight's game over at the pit? Uh, yeah, you know, they're physical. Uh, I've got a chance to watch them play a couple times, and, you know, with the, the amount of football guys that they have, uh, you expect that. Uh, and, and the other thing with that group and what I'm trying to tell our guys and you know, some of the some of the fans that, that think it's just going to be a blowout is the fact that, you know, they're a well-coached team. Kevin does a phenomenal job in his staff. Um, and they're a team that got a late start because of football. So, you know, they're kind of playing behind everybody else uh, and still trying to get into that groove. So you, you couple that with the fact that they're playing a lot of young guys as well. Um, this is a team that's going to grow a lot from obviously where they are now and, and where they're going to be at the end of the season. And you touched on that. I mean, this is a team that did drop 17 points in a quarter on a really good Palmyra team. So obviously it's there. It's just a matter of getting it out. What is the biggest defensive challenge with them, Andy? Uh, you know, for us, it's, it's the healthy, the healthy mix of clogging up the inside, taking away driving lanes and, and covering three point shooters on the perimeter. Uh, we don't want anybody to get hot from the outside. And, you know, I, I think, and I, I don't know, I, I might be, uh, wrong here, but you know when I look at our film and I tell our guys, you know, we're not perfect by any means defensively. But you know, anytime someone scores, I, I think it's our fault, not you know, <laughs> not the opponent's uh, offense. It's great, but you know, what can we, what what could we have done to, you know, to get a hand you know closer to them or you know a quicker close out or whatever. But uh, so I, I think our defense needs to be perfect all the time. But um, you know, it, it's going to be tough having to have to play them with the momentum. <laughs> that they had from last night at their place um, in front of their a lot of their crowd. Now, we, we'll have a huge crowd there as well, but uh, it's still at the pit. Um, you know, trying for us to put 
everything aside and just concentrate on what we need to do to be a, a better ball club tonight. Well, that's obviously going to be all eyes on this matchup, every corner of Quincy tonight, which i, I got to imagine, you know, does Andy Douglas allow himself to think back to his playing days and wish he had a chance to participate in something like this? Oh, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, I remember uh, when, I, when I played at QU with Brian McNeil, uh, getting into it with him about how we would have <laughs> killed him <laughs> back in the day, but, you know, going back and forth with, with some of those guys, but, you know, it's a, it's a great game. It's a great game for the city. Uh, it's a great game for our guys. Um, you know, we, we want the gym to be packed. I know we're showing it's going to be on TV, but uh, one of the reasons why we're doing this is to give our, our student athletes um, and, and the people that show up, you know, a great atmosphere to, to play the game in. So we want to see the place packed. I know it's, there's going to be a lot of people watching it on TV, but, um, you know, if you can't fill the pit and you can't fill Blue Devil Gym up, there's something going on, so we need to get people there. I, I, I absolutely concur. Get yourself there and go get and see. Uh, uh, be a big part of this experience. But I, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask you this, Andy, because in a blink tomorrow, your focus is already going to move on to, to Collinsville, and, and, and it's going to be here before you know it. Just looking ahead, this is a really important stretch for you because every year it seems like as soon as you hit that Christmas break, it's it's almost like the world has changed, and how do you change with it? What's the challenge of that? Yeah, it, it's it's difficult. You know, you go with a, a different schedule. Uh, the good the good thing about you know playing in a tournament like that is the fact that you're seeing a lot of teams that you don't normally see uh, throughout the course of the year. For us in Collinsville, we get an opportunity to see uh, a lot of the teams that are going to be in our regional. So um, that's a, a good thing for us, but. It's you know you mentioned it. Collinsville is always a difficult tournament. No matter where you where you land, as far as the bracket is concerned, it's a difficult tournament. We match up with uh, Madison, and then we'll get the winner of Rockford East and Springfield Southeast. So there's no uh, no easy games easy games over there. But you 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 mix in the fact that you know right after that tournament, uh, after the new year, we open up going to Washington and then hosting uh, Webster Groves on the fourth here in Quincy two teams that are playing really well right now. Yeah, that's so, a heck of a run. Uh, it, it really is. And, you know, that's kind of where, again, what, what, I, what we talked about with the mental part of the game. You know, we're doing some – trying to do some different things this year with our light switch session. We had you come in and speak, which is great, um, and some other leaders around the community come in and talk about, you know, different things, kind of give our guys a different voice to listen to, not just mine all the time, and um, talking a lot about success and, and mental toughness and – how to be a great teammate and some of those things that I hope, um, you know, our, our guys will grasp onto and, you know, we'll start to see a different, a different team as we move forward. Um, and, you know, last night before our game, it was, it was one of those, you know, motivating things where it's like, Hey, this is, this is the turning point for us. You know, mental, mental toughness wise, this is a turning point for our team. Um, you know, we're, we're going to put some of the things that, you know, we, we know our, our, our issues right now. We're going to put those aside and we're going to move forward together as a group. And, um, you know, if we can do it like we did last night, I think we'll be pretty good. Well, I certainly appreciate the opportunity to come in and speak with you. I appreciate you, good sir, and good luck to you tonight uh, against Quincy Notre Dame in what should be a fantastic matchup that everybody in the city should go out and try to see. Best of luck to you down the stretch here, Andy, and we will check in with you. Have a Merry Christmas, my friend. Hey, you do the same, man. Appreciate all you do for our community. It's, uh, it's my pleasure. And, again, we've got – 
Straight ahead here, Adam Rung set to join us from Clark County to talk about the Indians' hot start as well. This is the Sleep Tight Saturday Morning Ticket on WTAD. Better bed, less money. Sleep Tight, 4535 Broadway in Quincy. Once again, here's Chris Dewar. Joining me now is the head coach of the Clark County Indian boys basketball team, Adam Rung, whose team is off to a great start, despite the fact that they are one of the teams that seemingly traditionally every year start basketball when football is never, ever over. And I know, Adam, that's kind of a mixed blessing from a basketball side of things, but also says an awful lot about the way your team has played early on, getting your guys in late and getting a chance to try to have them get their legs now. Yeah, we're kind of used to it here. Coach Allen, Coach Quinge, and the whole football staff and, and all our football guys, they do uh, a great job. Um, and, and I think it says a lot about just our athletics in general here, how committed our kids are to getting better in the weight room and improving uh, in their respective sports that they, they have the success that they do. The group that you but, had, though, has been has been incredibly good, I guess, welcoming them in and playing at a high level to get them there, hasn't it? Yeah, they've done a good job. Last year, you know, we went through this. It was a young group last year. You know, we'd only really returned uh, two kids that had played a ton of minutes with uh, Chase Norton and Brandon Kratt when they were sophomores. So we kind of welcomed a whole new group in last year after uh, the pass with Chandler, uh, Evans and Zepriney and Cole Kirshner left. Uh, So last year was kind of uh, a good experience for this year's group. And understanding, okay, we got to come in. We already had kind of a base down from what we did in the summer and did in the previous year, and and come and hit the ground running. And they they they've done kids have done an outstanding job of just being ready to practice and the limited practice time we had and carry that into games. You had a spotlight moment this week, obviously with West Hancock and Drake Hamill, and and obviously you find a way to win that game on a, a last second shot by Brandon Cradd, who's been probably the best high volume scorer in the area. First of all, what have you seen in him? And second, Adam, what does that game kind of do for your confidence beating a, a team like West Hancock? Well, Brandon's a, a four year kid. Uh, he played a little bit as a freshman, and then played with that that group that I mentioned earlier as a sophomore started and really filled a role, and he's really come on. Um, he's grown a little bit. He's gotten stronger in the weight room, and he's really matured, and, and he's playing at an incredible rate right now. Um, you, you mentioned that he's really scoring the basketball, but I would say I don't think he's taken many bad shots either. He's been incredibly efficient at what he does. He, he gets other kids involved. Um, he has a high basketball IQ, and, and he's just done a great job of letting the game come to him, and you know, not forcing action when you're playing as well as he is right now. I think there's there's a chance or there's that probability that you know you're going to force things because you're 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 shooting the ball so well and you're scoring it so well. But he hasn't done that, and I think that's a testament to him and the confidence he has and trust he has in his, and the rest of our teammates. Um, you know, for us that West Hancock game, uh, you know, Coach Pinkston is kind of one of the gold standards and coaches in the area. He's done it for so long. His teams are so prepared. Uh, Drake Hamill has been outstanding there. Um, you know, I, I thought we did a great job holding him to 28 points. And, you know, he's had games where he's had much, uh, where he scored more. And, and I thought we did a pretty good job on him. But like I I think it was a testament to our kids and, and some of the toughness they've shown. Um, and, and we kind of felt that we let one go the other night against Kirksville in the previous game. And this game, we had a couple eight point leads that we let slip. But, you know, uh, kind of mentally tough there in the fourth quarter of just going uh, toe-to-toe with West Hancock. And, 
you know, we had the shot at it, and, and Brandon made a 15-foot jumper, and, you know, we, we survived with the victory. Wherever you are now, and obviously you've got a huge game today with Kiaka coming up, but wherever you are now, you're going to get better because eventually you're going to get Connor Mack back as well. And he's an intricate part of, I think, your high end. And that high end suddenly looks really risen, especially in a conference where you have to contend with Palmyra and Monroe City. Yeah, you know, uh, we'll get both him and Lane Saunders. They started, uh, or Connor started every game last year. Lane started, uh, I think, after about the 10th game. And they played a ton of minutes uh, last year for us. And so we've been the last three games without Connor. Uh, we've been out uh, the eight games without Lane. So, you know, it's it's been good because our other kids have had to play. We've had to play through some mistakes and, and some adversity with that. And, and they're learning on the fly. And I think we get those two back with, and, and if we build off what we've already started, um, I do think we have a pretty good high end. Um, with that being said, you know, tonight's game of Keokuk is an incredible challenge. Zach does a does a great job, and they're playing at a high level. You know, they got four kids that are really scoring the basketball. Um, they're going to pressure us for 32 minutes. Uh, so it, it's a really good challenge for us tonight, um, and, and, you know, try to keep playing the way we've been playing. Uh, you mentioned our league, and, you know, that, that keeps coaches up at night. <laughs> you know, uh, Monroe City uh, State ranked, and, you know, they've been the last, two, three years district champions. Um, Ryan Woods, Palmyra team is playing really well. Uh, Scott Humphreys and Charlie has a really good group. Um, and I think the rest of the league is getting better. You know, and there's some first-year first year coaches on the boys' side that I think after Christmas you'll see those teams improve. And there's no nights off in the Clarence Cannon. Obviously, your culture is really good right now, and you have winners. And, and that, I have to imagine that helps, just that mindset that carries over with a lot of your kids. Yeah, you know, when, when your other teams and other programs in the, uh, in the school are successful, that, that carries over. And I think that's kind of the culture we have with the senior class. You know, they've won at, at every sport. You know, they've been a part of district champions, uh, state playoff runs. Um, you know, and that just carries over and, and you can just see it in the preparation. You can see it in, in their daily work ethic and, and you can really see it in how well we play together. You know, uh, our kids, you know, they trust each other. You know, they're making plays. They're supportive of each other. And when that, when you have that in your culture, uh, it's only going to lead to te- more team success. Well, congratulations on all you've done. Adam Rung has done a fantastic job with Clark County basketball, and he's a guy that has certainly contributed a lot to that fabric of not only the high end of the Clarence Cannon Conference, but all the good things that go on at Clark County. So uh, Merry Christmas to you, sir. Uh, Job well done to this point, and I hope you have a great day over in Keokuk today. Really looking forward to seeing those highlights. Thank you, Chris, and happy holidays to you as well. And again, that wraps up another edition of the Saturday Morning Ticket. Again, a monster slate of games for you. Fifteen basketball games, one wrestling meet, obviously Quincy High Q&D, and we'll even talk some high school football as we wrap up awards week on Overtime Tonight, KHQA CBS at 1030. We'll see you then, everybody. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to each and every one of you. Time has run out. You're invited to join us again next week for another edition of the Saturday Morning Ticket, brought to you by Sleep Tight at 4535 Broadway in Quincy.